48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. Officials say lab staff are working through the night to clear a backlog of thousands of preliminary positive COVID tests that haven't been confirmed. There's concern over plans by the chief executive, Carrie Lamb, to move COVID patients to public flats that are awaiting tenants. And a singer and activist is arrested on suspicion of sedition and money laundering offences. Health officials say more than 5,000 people who tested preliminary positive for COVID are still waiting to have their infection confirmed. They've reported 1,619 confirmed cases today, slightly down on yesterday's total. Dr. Chuang Shuk Kwan from the Centre for Health Protection says laboratory staff are working around the clock to clear the backlog. In view of the increasing number of uh, specimens and, and, and preliminary positive cases, I understand our laboratory has uh, redeployed uh, manpower and try to streamline all the process and uh, working long hours to try to meet the demand. Also, we have liaised with the hospital authority. To um, we, we, There's no need for hospital authority to send their specimens for our confirmation because uh, their laboratory I mean, quality is, uh, is very good all along. Earlier, the chief executive, Carrie Lam, announced plans to reduce pressure on medical and isolation facilities by sending COVID patients to newly built public flats and hotels. She said she hoped to ease the bottleneck quickly, but the hotel industry would have to help. My target is to get them to agree to a plan. It's not individual negotiations. So we will do a wholesale plan and require them to sign on the plan so as to deliver a few thousands up to ten thousands of the rooms within a very short period. I do not want to use my power, but I do have power under uh, CAP 599 to make a regulation to to ask for the cooperation. Nah, but I don't want to do that. I want to go down a uh, cooperation uh, model. TAB lawmaker Edward Lau says people who live in five towers at the Queen's Hill Estate in Fanling are deeply concerned that COVID patients will soon move into two empty blocks nearby. The two buildings that will be used are very close with the rest of them. I have received a lot of comments on my Facebook page and received phone calls. A lot of them expressed disagreements to this arrangement, mainly because of their increased risk of infection, especially for those who have elderly and children at home. The Legislative Council has approved a government request to inject $27 billion into the Anti-Epidemic Fund to help businesses and individuals affected by the latest coronavirus outbreak. The measures include a one-off handout of $10,000 to people who've lost their jobs. More than 50 lawmakers attended the four-and-a-half-hour online meeting of LegCo's Finance Committee, which approved the proposal with no opposition. In a statement, the Chief Executive thanked lawmakers for acting quickly. Officials have locked down Ching Long House on the Ching Ho estate in Sheng Shui tonight after a resident tested positive. They hope to conclude testing by noon tomorrow. The police say they've arrested a 41-year-old man on suspicion of sedition and money laundering over content published online that's said to incite hatred against the government, police and judges. RTHK understands the suspect is singer and activist Tommy Yun. Senior Superintendent Steve Lee also accused the suspect of smearing the government's COVID policies and singing a song containing a banned protest slogan during an online concert. It's about the slogans. That one is very clearly mentioned in the verdict of the Tong Yingit case. That's a mean that it's a separate song. 
So if these guys are singing this song with this content, that will be inside the orders to do some illegal act. If the investigation is sufficient evidence, we will lay the charge. The police said $1 million raised to support people charged with rioting had ended up in the account of a 20-year-old relative of the suspect who allegedly used part of the sum for gambling and personal expenses. To the weather forecast for tonight and tomorrow, becoming cloudy, but there'll be sunny periods tomorrow with temperatures in the region of 16 to 19 degrees. Moderate to fresh, easterly winds occasionally strong offshore later tomorrow. The outlook, windy with a few rain patches on Thursday and Friday. It'll become appreciably cold with occasional rain on Saturday and it will stay cold and rainy in the following few days. Currently at the observatory, the temperature is 17 degrees Celsius, the relative humidity 81%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past 11. The government has announced the launch of its first ever tranche of green bonds for local retail investors. Authorities hope to raise $6 billion in lots of $10,000 each. Subscriptions open on the 1st of next month. The Financial Secretary Paul Chan says the bonds will be pegged to inflation with a minimum interest rate of 2% for three years. Speaking through an interpreter, Mr Chan said the offer could help expand the local bond market and strengthen Hong Kong's green credentials. As the slogan goes... We hope to encourage citizens to embrace a green future as in our slogan, Bond with a Green Future. The capital raised through retail green bonds will refinance directly green projects with environmental benefits so that we can build a greener future for Hong Kong together. More now on the pandemic. From tomorrow, seven designated clinics will start treating COVID patients with milder symptoms such as fever, sore throat or coughs in a bid to ease pressure on public hospitals. People must book in advance by phone and the clinics are expected to take in more than a 1,000 people a day. Patients in serious condition can be sent to hospital. Dr Sarah Ho is a general manager for the hospital authority. If the patient has mild symptoms that can be controlled by paracetamol, cough medicine, and then they can uh, monitor the condition and stay at home. But for those patients, they have symptoms, uh, but they don't have medication at home, or after telephone consultation uh, or telephone inquiry, they still want to see the doctor. The designated clinic is a wait out. Dr Ho says the Transport and Housing Bureau is in discussions with the taxi industry to provide designated vehicles for patients. The Chief Secretary John Lee is quarantining at home after his domestic helper tested preliminary positive for COVID-19. A government spokesman said the helper's rapid test came back positive, but Mr Lee and his family had since tested negative. He said Mr Lee is self-isolating at home as a precaution. Lawmaker Tik Chi Yun of the Third Side says he believes government operations won't be disrupted. Well, uh, I don't worry about this because uh, the government has a team to arrange the situation and then still the secretary can stay at home and still function as a leader of the government. Children as young as three have been receiving Sinovac COVID jabs today after authorities lowered the minimum age. Parents could book shots from eight this morning. RTHK spoke to some parents at a vaccination centre. I want him to be vaccinated and uh, have the immunity to protect himself from being infected by the COVID-19 virus. I heard about the news and I don't want the same thing happen to anyone. It's safer to get vaccinated. I was planning to take my kid to the mainland to get vaccinated as it wasn't available for three-year-olds earlier. 
Also, all members of our family need to go to work. We are afraid it's dangerous if he's not vaccinated. My child is only about four years old and not yet five years old, so they are not eligible for Beyond Tech. I don't want to wait because the epidemic situation recently has become critical. It's better to get vaccinated now, when Sanofac is available. Turning overseas, the NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg has said he's seen no evidence of a Russian troop withdrawal from the Ukrainian border. Earlier, Moscow said some of its forces were pulling back, as planned. Mr Stoltenberg told reporters Russia had everything in place to carry out an attack, but welcomed indications that the Kremlin was still willing to continue diplomacy. There are signs from Moscow that uh, diplomacy should continue. This gives grounds for cautious optimism. But so far, we have not seen any sign of de-escalation on the ground. The German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, who is meeting President Putin in Moscow, is expected to warn of sanctions against Russia, but said it was important that they continue the dialogue. Of course, it's clear that we now have to talk about the difficult situation regarding security in Europe, as we have already done with my French counterpart. But I am glad that we can discuss this, because the most important thing is to work on our relations between states with good discussions. The Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has invoked rarely used emergency legislation in a bid to curb ongoing protests against Covid measures. Speaking at a news conference, Mr Trudeau said that the Emergencies Act was a last resort. It marks the first time the Act has been used in more than 50 years. The director of the Canadian Civil Liberties Association, Noah Mendelssohn-Aviv, said the situation was not extreme enough to justify the use of the emergency powers. Invoking an Emergency Powers Act bypasses the democratic process. This law hands to Cabinet these extraordinary powers for massive threats to the security of Canada. This legislation is not appropriate to this situation. New rules have come into force in Italy, requiring all workers over the age of 50 to be double vaccinated against COVID-19. They'll have to produce a super green pass to be allowed to enter their place of work. The BBC's Rachel Wright reports. Italy's new vaccine mandate stipulates that both public and private workers over the age of 50 must have a super green pass, showing they have been double vaccinated in order to go to work. After five days' absence, they will be suspended without pay. If they go to work without the pass, they could be fined up to $1,700. With around 1.4 million people still not vaccinated, the new ruling is likely to affect a lot of people. The over-50 vaccine mandate is scheduled to remain in force until the 15th of June. However, a government health minister has already suggested that it will be extended. To sport now and at the Winter Olympics, Switzerland's Mathilde Grimaud has denied home favourite Gu Ailing gold in the women's free ski slope style. But China did add to its gold tally in snowboarding, making this the nation's most successful Winter Games ever, with three days of competition still to go. Sean Kennedy has the details. China's 18-year-old snow princess went all out from the beginning but fell on her second run. The fall piled the pressure on Gu ahead of her third and final attempt. And while she earned 86.23 points, it wasn't enough to top Grimaud's best of 86.56. Estonia's Kali Sildaru took bronze with 82.06.
But in the men's snowboard big air final, Su Yiming went one better, claiming China's sixth gold medal of the Beijing Games. The 17-year-old is the first snowboarder to win an Olympic title for China and the youngest male to win the event. Two-time Olympian Mon Royland of Norway took silver and slopestyle champion Max Perot of Canada bronze. Switzerland's Karine Suter powered to gold in a thrilling women's downhill race, pipping Italy's defending champion Sofia Gogia to the title. The 29-year-old Gogia had to settle for silver with her compatriot Nadia De Lago taking bronze. In men's ice hockey, Slovakia beat Germany 4-0 to advance to tomorrow's quarterfinals against the USA. China are taking on powerhouses Canada for a chance to play Sweden in the quarterfinals. The Canadians were 5-2 up after the second period. This evening, Germany have completed a clean sweep, taking gold, silver and bronze in the two-man bobsleigh. Tomorrow is Hong Kong's final chance to make an impact on the Winter Olympics. 17-year-old Adrian Jung will compete in the men's slalom event just after 10 in the morning. Champions League football resumes tonight and Real Madrid are in the French capital to take on Paris Saint-Germain in the opening leg of their showdown to see who will progress to the quarter-finals. Premier League leaders Manchester City are also playing away in their last 16 first leg at Sporting in Lisbon. City are favourites to win the European crown this year, but their manager Pep Guardiola says that makes no difference. On the pitch, on the grass will dictate our chances. The rest just speculations like for open, for read, for uh, write, for, uh, you know, to, to waste our time is okay. But as much we want, as much we don't want, at the end is the players on the pitch. The rest, okay, we can talk whatever you want. The men's world number one tennis player Novak Djokovic says he's prepared to miss the French Open and Wimbledon rather than be vaccinated against the coronavirus. Djokovic was deported last month from Melbourne after a visa granted on medical grounds ahead of the Australian Open was cancelled for a second time. He told the BBC he'd never been opposed to vaccination but advocated an individual's right to choose. I understand that uh, and support fully uh, the freedom to choose you know, whether you want to get vaccinated or not. And uh, I have not uh, spoken about this before and I have not disclosed my medical record uh, and my vaccination status because uh, I, I had the right to keep that private and discreet. But as I see, there's a lot of uh, wrong conclusions and assumptions out there. I think it's important to speak up about that um, and, and, and justify certain things. And a reminder of our top stories tonight, officials say lab staff are working through the night to clear a backlog of thousands of preliminary positive COVID tests that haven't been confirmed. There's concern over plans by the chief executive, Carrie Lam, to move COVID patients to public flats that are awaiting tenants. And a singer and activist is arrested on suspicion of sedition and money laundering offences. The news from RTHK. Radio 3